The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back with my second time recording this opening. Welcome to Just Another White Guys Podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride one more time. Yes, we are back in full effect with the special fantasy football preview edition of Just Another White Guys podcast. The uh, the vaunted Bag of Dicks League is back for its second season. We are running it back. Now, as you know, um, last episode or two episodes ago, I talked about, uh, hey, Marty, I want you in the fantasy football league. You know, Marty's a friend of the program, been on the show a bunch of times. And, of course, he agreed and he joined us. And he'll be coming up a little bit later to talk about his team and and being back in fantasy football for the first time in, I think he said, like five years. So we're excited for that. And we talked about Nicky was gonna was out of the league this year. Obviously, everyone was disappointed with that. We uh, thought we were going to have a full 12. My stepbrother, Lauren, decided that he uh, wasn't going to be able to play this year. Um, just time commitments and, and things like that. You know, he's serving our country in the military. So, obviously, more important things to do than fantasy football. So uh, we get into uh, get ready to draft, and uh, week of the draft, we're sh- we're short a person, and uh, you know that of course is a bummer for everyone. Scoured the ends of the earth to find a uh, find a new person, and lo and behold, I reached out. It was a long shot, but I thought you know you take you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. So I figured, why not? Why not go for a big fish? Why not just, you know, cast my line out there, see what happens? Well, thankfully, through the grace of the good Lord, I was able to secure a fantastic twelfth person to add back to the uh, bag of dicks roster. Some might call this person. A superstar, famous, world-renowned, sought-after, beautiful, vivacious, voluptuous, a total slut. I would never say that, but I've heard, I've heard people say that. I gotta say, I'm glad we had to do this the second time because the jokes are way funnier the second time. But. Uh, I was, I was able to book this person as a as a guest here uh, at the top of the program, and um, well, I'll just let you uh, you meet this person. Person, introduce yourself. <laughs> well, I'm not a slut for one. <laughs> what the hell? It's me, bitches. I'm back. <laughs> if you don't know, it's Nikki. Nikki is FYI. back. Nikki's back. I pressured Guess her. Guess who's back? I peer pressured her. Back again. Twisted her arm. Made her come back. I'm in the league under protest. Whatever. To do the stupid draft. As, Put me in as the last person who gets to pick in the draft. As it turns out, as with most things in life, I can't do anything without you, so you have to be in the fucking fantasy football league, too. So, there you go. Sucker. You're welcome for the invitation. <laughs> Really, as is often the case. I was case, voluntold. I was playing in as the. Is, as is often the case, I couldn't find anybody better. So here you are. <laughs> Thanks. You make me feel so special. so wanted and so loved. It is nice that you're being generous to me after we are having to record this for the second time because I am partially at fault for it. Have us having to do that. You know, thirteen percent. I would guess <laughs> it would be your fault. Argument can be made for fifteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you get that joke, you're a good person in the world. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about uh, your fantasy football draft. Sweet. My fantasy football draft and what you plan to bring to this year's Bag of Dicks League. All that's coming up right after the opening song for our podcast. Because <laughs> I forgot my line. Um, Let's go jogging. There you go.
bag of dicks, ready to roll. Nikki back in the saddle, our 12th person. I know that you were kind of ready to be out on football this year. You're kind of out on sports. You're devoted to your study of makeup and fingernail polish and <laughs> murder podcasts and Instagram. You've uh, you've you've transitioned away I've from branched out. You've transitioned away from the important things in life to <laughs> all of these other things that you're doing. You know, hey, it's good to have broad interests That's in the right. world. But we reeled you back in because you couldn't do it without. Couldn't you. do it without me. Makes sense. So as you mentioned, you were disappointed when the auto pick of. Uh, draft order came out and you were saddled with the last pick in the draft yeah i felt great about it still well, feel good about it hey. especially considering the strength of my roster <laughs> i feel fantastic with hey, all it, this went down it doesn't have you slotted to finish last yeah that's uh i think it's wrong probably but what why i mean i'm I mean, not maybe not gonna wrong. finish last this first week but i'm probably gonna finish last <laughs> i feel like it's wrong because it had me in last place for a while well that feels right to me i feel okay with that Hey, I see someone's already making transactions. Oh, yeah? Travis and, and Andrew have made... Uh, Andrew dropped his kicker already. Oh. And uh, Travis is making a tight end switch. But, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it has me projected uh, right now. Oh, I'm back to being last place. Way to go. Yes. Good yes, for you. Yes, yes. So proud of you. I'm excited to be number 12. <laughs> I am a 12. As a fan of the Seahawks, I'm number 12. I'm number 12. Right now it has you uh, It has you in the fourth spot. That's in playoff contention. Need you to bring home some of that cash. That'd be sweet. That you, would be uh, sweet. Did you have? Do you have anyone on your roster that you're super excited about? Do you I even mean, know who any of the players are? I mean, I know a couple of them. But I'm not super excited about any of them, if I'm honest. I mean, I'm excited that I have Carson Wentz as my QB. That's a good QB. I feel yeah. good about that choice. Um, otherwise, I got a bunch of knee problems. Uh, so that should be interesting. Um, I'm excited to have Stefan Diggs because, you know, as a Vikings fan, I'm happy to have one Viking on my fan on my team. It is it is pretty impressive to go down the list of players on your roster and how many uh, ACL reconstructions there are on that it's, list. It's impressive. I did a good job of picking those guys. I hunted them out. You should you should change your uh, name of your uh, team to Queen of the uh, Arthroscopic Surgeries. <laughs> Queen of the Knee Replacements. The uh, shit. What's the uh, what's the doctor down in Birmingham? The uh, Doctor Andrews. You should just you should just change your name to Doctor Andrews All Stars. <laughs> That's a joke that only super nerdy. Like, yeah, I don't know it. I, I wouldn't know anybody who would. Yeah. I mean, you would know it probably because you're a nerd. But shout out to anyone. Hey, if you know who Doctor Andrews is and you know why that joke's funny, send an email to the podcast jogpod at gmail dot com. That's something that we really need to start pushing. Is we need to get some interaction of fans. We're getting uh, some more listeners. We're getting some more traction with the podcast. We're continuing to get one person who downloads this podcast from the United Kingdom. Seriously, nice. whoever you are, send me an email. I want to know why the fuck you listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, but didn't you have somebody in like Canada that you and then you did that and then they never downloaded again? This is true. <laughs> I used to have a Canadian listener. Shout out to my former Canadian listener. Hopefully, you come back someday. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, like I mean, I have Todd Gurley. Again, he has knee problems, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Julio Jones was my number one, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's got some foot problems, I think. Julian Edelman has some problems. I don't know who who is D. Johnson Jr. from uh, Houston. I don't even know who that is. Neither do I. Duke Johnson. Oh, Never. Duke Johnson. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was in <clears throat> Cleveland. I don't know. He's a running back. I don't know anything about that guy. He was going to be their second place. He was going to be their second down or their uh, second back, and then uh, Lamar Miller blew out his knee. Oh, actually, <laughs> next year, next year he should be your target for your uh, Doctor Andrews All Stars. <laughs> actually, I feel like there's something about that that that's why I picked him because yeah. the number one guy was out, so he was going to be probably the number one guy. I feel like I maybe had some somewhere thought. in your brain. Yeah, um, I have OJ Howard from Tampa Bay who. I feel like I vaguely remember him from the Hard Knocks season 
Am I? Would he have been on the Hard Knock season? Mm, maybe. He seems he seems vaguely familiar to me. But yeah, uh, I don't know who my kicker is. Lutz from New Orleans. No idea who the hell that guy is. I had him last year. He was pretty good. Yeah. Um, New Orleans scores lots of points. So sweet. That that is true. They did last year. I don't know. The problem with New Orleans is if you look at their schedule, all of their uh, games on the road, except for when they play at Atlanta, are outside. Mm. And they are a team that does not do well outside. Word. Historically. Word. And then I'm, I have Kyler Murray as my backup quarterback. I feel like that could be, like, depending on how Carson's season goes, I feel like Kyler could be a good first yeah. QB, depending and on how things if, go. If someone else has a quarterback that struggles and Kyler Murray's putting up numbers, you never know. You might be able to make a trade. Right. That could be fun. Right. That could maybe give me some points somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. But I'll yeah, trade so... You, I'll, right now, I will trade you Cooper Cup uh, for uh, no. Kyler Murray. <laughs> right now. No. Uh, I do... Right now, Cooper I'll Cup you... was probably my best player, though, last on my team last year. Until he got hurt. Until he got hurt, yeah. and then I was okay. screwed. I'll trade you Cooper Cup and the uh, Vikings tight end Kyle Rudolph for Kyler Murray right now. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I. I can't. Let's see how the season goes. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> we'll revisit it. We should okay. wait at least wait until after week two when you and I go head to head. Okay. Let's do, do think, that. Do you think our marriage can sustain going head to head in week two? I mean, I think if I win, we'll be sustainable just fine. <laughs> Which I have all intentions of doing. If so I think lose, it'll be if fine. If you lose, you don't think you're going to be able. If to... we lose, I'm breaking up with you. Oh, all right. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. Sweet. Hey, ladies. <laughs> Put out Let's, the vibe. Uh, you know, <laughs> week three, I'm going to be walking around with that BDE. <laughs> BDE. You don't know BDE? It's that big dick. Oh, energy. yeah, yeah, yeah. BDE, <laughs> baby. Wow. That was aggressive. <laughs> the whole tone and tenor of the second take of recording this episode so much better. is so weird. <laughs> so, uh,. I have uh, Russell Wilson as my starting quarterback. I like the fact homer that pick. I have uh, a homer at quarterback. Took uh, took Nick Chubb, who is uh, Cleveland's starting running back. Uh, have a second-year guy. I think that uh, he has an opportunity to be a beast. Uh, Follow that up. Odell Beckham, also Browns. Uh, took the Browns tied in, David Njoku. You are just going all every, in on the Browns. I had every intention of uh, – Doing my, my favorite thing to do in fantasy football, which is draft a bunch of guys from the same team that I think are going to do really well on offense. And um, my good friend, Jogpod Hall of Famer, Rod Stark, <laughs> fucked up my whole plan. Two picks beforehand. I was ready Mine too. To, I was ready to take Baker Mayfield. And uh, Rod was looking at a list of quarterbacks. He knew he needed to take a quarterback at some point and decided that because Baker Mayfield had been on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, he seemed like a cool guy that he would just go ahead and draft him. So, <laughs> shout out to Rod for uh, his his research. And, uh, hey, it's working out because it already has me pissed off. That's so. right. Well, I mean, I was mad at him initially, but, uh, I mean, I guess maybe we should thank Rod because I would have been mad at you. This is true. Because I wanted Baker Mayfield as my number one QB. Because you came off QB. the board, you heard the sound, and then you heard me scream, motherfucker. <laughs> And uh, and I was like, no, <laughs> Granny, no. You can you can generally tell my mood about things by the uh, swear word that I choose. True. So this is correct. And I, of course, uh, took a deep uh, deep pick late in the uh, late in the draft. Picked up Kareem Hunt, who uh, morally questionable uh, pick mm. on my part. Not super excited about it, but hey. I need to win. So <laughs> 20 bucks like... 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the NFL's whole philosophy basically. Yeah, pretty much. I, mean, I feel If you're a good I, enough player, almost any behavior can be excused. Pretty much. We uh so we do a couple of uh interesting things I feel like in our league. Um most leagues kind of just divvy up the prize pool and it's, you know, first, second, third win money and that's about it. Uh, I decided to uh, add some fun props or propositional bets sort of things uh, for our league. One of which is the person whose first round draft pick 
scores the least points gets ten dollars. I feel like I'm in the running for that. You and I both, I feel, <laughs> are in run, in contention. Who's for your this number back. one? Odell Beckham Jr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this That's uh, right. when we re- when we did this podcast last night. <laughs> we talked about this. You the had, first time we you did had this injury podcast. concerns because Odell Beckham Jr. has missed some time. He did yes. play all the games. What was it last year or was it? No, he did not play all the games he last year. He missed like six games, five yeah. or six games last year. And uh, he and he know. missed a bunch the season before. He missed a few the no, seasons the, before. The two seasons before he yeah. missed time, and then That's this, right. the. Yeah, so 17, he played all the games. 16, 16, he missed most of the season. Yeah. <clears throat> so by that by that balance, he misses, played all of them, misses. So this year... He should play all of them. He should be in line. So, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. I have a very strong feeling that no matter what happens, our whoever gets that $10 rebate will definitely score more points than the player that Nate had in the first round last year. <laughs> Poor Nate took Le'Veon Bell. He was bold and took him again, didn't he? He did. He, uh, you have to. He's ad- just riding that train. You have to admire a guy that uh, is willing to subject themselves to that kind of torture. <laughs> I mean, the payoff could have been huge. That's right. Didn't work out. Could bring it. Could bring mm-hmm. bring the heat. That's the way it goes. So as I uh, ta- allude to later in the podcast with Marty, uh, I'm counting on uh, Marty to bring some heat in terms of. Uh, in terms of trash talk Word. on the uh, Facebook group. I'm also looking forward to uh, to you bringing some heat. I see you've, you've been talking a little bit trash. Uh, you are the queen of the north, as you have dubbed yourself <laughs> on uh, on the uh, goddamn right the league. And um, so you and I are, are going head-to-head in round two. Uh, you have, uh, I believe, you take on Pablo in week one. Is that right? No, I think I take Andrew Asgard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're with Andrew. Yeah. Oh, that's that's right. I am now remembering this. He had some shit to say about you. Yeah, uh, coming up a little bit later in the podcast. Would you like to uh, to get a preemptive strike in on him? Well, first of all, he can suck my nuts. Second of all, <laughs> I look forward to crushing him. I just remembered that we made some really tasteless jokes uh, about him on the, uh, the other episode. So maybe it's fortuitous that uh, that one will not air. I will we... say this. <laughs> I feel like some of it's worth repeating. Shout out to your overalls. We the overalls. Them. We love them. We do not love them. <laughs> we... Oh, that's right. I mean, you wear them as much as you want. You, be, if you landed a fiance with them, good for you. If you're happy enough. God bless keep, Shauna keep, for putting up with that keep shit. Keep wearing them. <laughs> um, you do Lovely look, guy. Should not wear the overalls. We, we got so used to you having your beard that when you went clean shaven, it is a little molestery. <laughs> um, in, fact, in fact, I feel like if you lose to Nikki, you should have to change your name from Asgard Glory Hole to Chester the Molester. <laughs> Or wow. like, or your no, your your Andrew, your team should that now be called. If you lose, if you and Nikki lose, you should have to change your name to Chester's Funhouse. <laughs> if you and Nikki lose, no. If if you if he loses to you, oh okay. I'm just making a bet for you guys. Sweet, so thanks. I have no stakes in the game. <laughs> who do you play the first week? I play the first week. Who do I play? Let's take a look at this. I feel like I already talked about it. Um, why is it not going backwards when I want it to? Um, I take on uh, a Z. Uh, is it? Uh, I believe I take on Jared Johnson. Oh, Jared Johnson and I going at it. Sweet. Another battle. A Zeke outlook. Oh, That's a good name. It is. With, uh, is Ezekiel Elliott even going to play? He doesn't have a contract yet, does he? He doesn't have. He he does, but uh, is not wanting to play on it. But there is a talk that they could have it done for Week One. So. Oh, sweet. I mean, I'm hoping they don't, but you know, I want to beat. I want to beat my friend when he has all of his players. I don't want to take the cheap way out. I mean, a win's a win, man. Who cares? I know. <laughs> trying to be. There's uh, no honor. <laughs> Trying to be the you don't honorable. get more of a win if you do it honorably. I was taking the high, I was taking the high road. <laughs> but listen here, Johnson. Ooh, I'll tell you what. Hot take. 
you changed your name, you you made your uh, your avatar Rocket Raccoon. Excuse me, sir. The Marvel Corner is mine. So, first of all, fuck off with that. Whoa. I'll have you know <laughs> that uh, just for that, as the strongest Avenger, I'm coming for you. Ooh. I'm coming for the title. I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to prove all the haters wrong. You motherfuckers have me in 12th place. Prediction, I guarantee I finish better than that. I'm going to make the playoffs. Ooh. I tell you what, I'm not just going to make the playoffs. I'm coming for that motherfucking championship. <laughs> All you bitches are going to find out what happens. There you go. When you cross. Like when you cross the strongest Avenger. So watch out, world. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for that ass. I'm going to tax that ass. <laughs> you better be ready. Wow. That was aggressive. Thank you. That was toxic masculinity at its finest. I'm just I'm oozing <laughs> ishiness right now. I, it just even felt wrong. Yeah, it. it but I, it also felt kind of good. Like, <laughs> like it felt bad in a good way. It feels good to be that hyper aggressive asshole Jared, every, I love every you, now and by again. The way, just so we're all clear, that's just me. Oh, oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> Something that we couldn't put in the podcast last night because I hadn't heard it now until until today. But let me just sidetrack from fantasy football for a second because we're it's about time for a hockey uh, training camp to open. Oh, and um, can I just say how much I love my coach Bruce Boudreaux? <laughs> He's a good dude. I, I really, ho- I really want Bill Guerin to just offer him a lifetime contract and just <laughs> Bruce, you can stay and just coach this team until you decide that you don't want to coach anymore. Because man, does that guy give zero fucks. In terms of what people think about, he he cares about what happens in hockey, but he will tell you like it is. And for those of you that don't pay attention to what's going on, uh, the Wild fired their general manager uh, at the end of July, which is the quietest time in all of the NHL. And it's the first year general manager that was fired. Like the loudest time they could have done it, really, because there's nothing else going on. And Those literally not a single person is sad that this happened. Sorry. Really? Really? Sorry. Sorry. Really? Sorry. I'm in the midst of a whole thing here. Do it. Sorry. But uh there was uh there was some shade being thrown. Um I will uh pimp another podcast here. Uh Michael Russo uh was on the Athletic Hour on KFAN Radio from the Minnesota State Fair and uh Coach Boudreaux was on for about three hours and the first 20 minutes, there's just subtle and not so subtle, like, that guy was an asshole, jabs. <laughs> and um, one, one thing I, I want to relate, and uh, it got me even more excited, is Bruce has said that he has never been around a group of players that are more pissed off about how a season went than he is with uh, how Ooh. this group is feeling about Well, I like that because they should year. be pissed off about last year. It was embarrassing. And um, they know they know that they, uh, they didn't do well. And uh, they know that it wasn't all the GM's fault, but he definitely brought uh, a dark cloud over the organization. Mm. And um, they relayed a, related a story. Um, there's a, a gentleman that works at the uh, St. Paul Hotel who uh, kind of – it sounded like maybe he was like a concierge or that sort of person that works there, and and that he he interacts with all of like the higher status people that come in and and that sort of stuff. So he talks to the players or you know in this sort of sort of things that handles their needs. And uh, he said the week before Fenton was fired, the players that would come in kind of just there's a lot of frowns and a lot of kind of downtrodden like. No one was excited. And as soon as the news broke that Fenton was out, every single player that has come in has had a, has a, had pep in his step and a smile on their face, and uh, everybody's ready to get after it. So Yeah, that's good. Here's hoping that uh, the Wild – I'm not going to get my hopes up and, oh, we're going to win the Stanley Cup or whatever, but Coach Brugio said he's never set out and thought – uh, before a season in anything he's ever played that he wasn't going to win a championship. That's his goal every single year. That's what he intends. And that's, uh, that's what they're shooting for. So, hi, did you want to be on the podcast, pal? <laughs> I, 
I, I need to be able to get to the microphone so the people can hear my wonderful thoughts. Ooh, thank you for the kisses. Oh, that's so sweet of you. I appreciate it. Oh, buddy. So with that being said, the wild, the wild are coming for that Stanley Cup. I'm coming for the Bag of Dicks Championship. So you all be better. Do we be have ready. some sort of trophy, or you just get the money? You just, we just get, get the, the money. money. We got to figure should a come trophy. Up with the trophy. The problem is we, everyone's so scattered. Yeah. That uh, I mean, they do have trophies available. Maybe, uh, maybe that's something we'll look into. Yeah. And uh, it should be a big penis, though, right? Like, <laughs> we should buy a trophy, buy a dildo, and just one of those jiggly ones, and just, just stick sl- it on the top. <laughs> So that when you hold it, it like kind of. That would be amazing. <laughs> or just a big bronze dick. Yeah, there we go. You get one of those huge like black baby arm ones and spray paint it gold. I think you can just buy them gold. Oh, can you? I'm sure you can. Oh. It's, it's 2019. You can get anything these days. I mean, I'm not really familiar with the dildo market, so. <laughs> I've not taken the I mean, time I'm to familiar. I, I mean, you seem like you're much more familiar with that, so that can be your little project. It won't be little, I can tell you that. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's going to wrap up this portion of uh, the podcast. We got lots more to come. Uh, stay tuned. We got a conversation with my cousin Andrew, where he's going to talk shit about Nikki. Um, but she's already preemptively talked shit about him, but he didn't get to hear what she said. So even though his, he's coming after, she was recorded later. You, you'll get it. And then uh, coming up, also uh, we'll be joined by Marty. We'll wrap it up for this week. If you guys don't care about fantasy football, I totally understand if you t- stopped listening 20 minutes ago. Totally fine. I, I, Which I they would not you. be here now to hear this part. but <sighs> Sorry. I did the thing where I interrupt while you're trying to tie up, didn't I? Yep. Yep, I'm gonna turn my mic off. Bye, everybody. You did, you, you did. and um, I, I really love it. I'm so happy to have you in the ghost chair one more time. Let's talk. just go go to the next thing. All for a price that will make you. All right, so let's check in with the third place finisher of last year's Bag of Dicks League. It is my beautiful, amazing cousin, Andrew Gates. Andrew, how are you, sir? Hello, hello. Doing very well today. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a minute. Thank you. Yeah, it has. Glad to be back. Lots of uh, lots of things have changed since you've been on the podcast. Uh, yeah, you could say that. We uh, we've had that. We, you you've had a bit of a year. I've had a bit of a year. We uh, we won't do the sob story. I think uh, we'll do a podcast and we'll do Heather memories at another time. But uh, yeah, obviously uh, Heather's save that for a different day. Heather's passing away, you know, affected me as her brother, but it also affected you as her. Like, I mean, you're a cousin, but you were more like a brother. You definitely. You spent way more time with Heather than I did because you, you know, live there and we're close to her and stuff like that. So, but we'll save that uh, for another time. But uh, on other more positive and happy news, you are now mm-hmm. engaged to be married. So, congratulations officially on the podcast. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. It's an exciting time. We uh, very exciting. I was already thinking about the fact that we're going to need to put together a bachelor party for you. And uh, oh yes, I figured since your first marriage was in Vegas, we should do your bachelor party in Vegas, and then you can get married somewhere else. That's exactly what I was thinking, actually. Great minds think alike. Because we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and turn the thing around and not do marriage anywhere, but something nice. And I think maybe we're actually looking at doing it at your uh, mom and Don's place. Nice. So a nice little country setting. I won't even setting. I, I won't even have to get a hotel then. No, no, you have accommodations right there. Beautiful, I like that plan. And and the Casa Sadan, <laughs> out on the uh, out on the farm. So that'll be a good time. Yep. So we have that to look yeah. forward to. That'll be October of uh, twenty twenty, right? Yeah, we're looking at October tenth of twenty twenty. So October. something easy to remember for me: ten ten twenty twenty. Ten ten twenty twenty. All right, sounds like one of those uh, phone commercials from the mid to late nineties. 
Yeah, exactly. 10, 10, 10 220 or 99. What is it? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all yeah. you kids, all you kids listening that don't know what pay phones or collect calls are, just forget that we even said that. Yeah. So the reason that uh that we're here today is to talk about the Bag of Dicks Fantasy Football League, which uh you oh, yeah. you had a tremendous finish of third place last year. I feel like you were trailing for a bit of the season. You kind of made a comeback. Am I remembering that right? Uh, I had a good start, and then, yeah, I did a little downward spiral, and then I fought my way back up there at the end. I pulled it off in the end to sneak into that third spot. So you're looking for uh, you're looking for an improved finish this year. And, uh, of course, as we're recording this, uh, we had our draft uh, last night. And uh, yep. when the draft wrapped up, uh, ESPN was nice enough to put in uh, final standing projections uh, and put me in dead last, uh, which was which I was excited about. Originally, it had you in seventh place, uh, but as I update this rankings, it's now moved you to last place. Um, All right. Interesting to to see why that worked out. Um, have you? Yeah, have you, have you take looked a look at, at that. Let's let's take a look at your roster and and see uh, what might have happened. You had. Yeah, uh, I haven't got a chance to look at it today. I. Uh... I am a graveyard shift working man these days, and so my day has consisted of sleeping, getting up, and ready for work. And so I have not looked at it yet. So but. as I uh, as I re- am recording, the, as we're recording this, this is like your Monday morning, right? Correct. Yeah, Correct. I had, this I had is my, my Monday morning. I had my Monday this morning as we're recording. About I've been up for oh about. What is it? Uh, for about uh, fifteen hours at this point, so I'm about ready to wrap Perfect. up my day. But it, oh, sounds like I a see, solid day. I see what could be the problem. It looks like they have Cam Newton, who is your quarterback, listed as questionable. Okay, I did is. see that, but I went ahead and picked. The, I had him last year, and he had a good start to the season, and then his shoulder started giving him problems and giving issue down the line. And they pretty much have him questionable up until game day, and then he always shows up. So I think that's kind of what they're going with this year is the same plan. But we'll see what actually happens, and if I need to make a change, then I'll make a change. I think uh, we still have some names on the board that could be picked up and uh, still be – pretty suitable replacement i think yeah that's what's interesting about fantasy football these days is uh it seems like the quarterback position there's uh you know when you only have a 12 team league there's some decent quarterbacks out there that you can pick up that can uh help you get some points i don't know that uh i, I see that you have a backup quarterback as Kirk cousins and uh as nikki can tell you from a fan experience Kirk cousins is a big pile of dog shit huge huge terrible idea about yeah, time. I was just going to roll the dice, play Cam Newton, see what he does the first few games. If he does anything, then maybe hang on to him for backup. If not, just dump him and move on to greener pastures. So looking at uh, looking at the players that you drafted, uh, who do you think is your what, – what, what's your favorite player that you drafted? Oh, I'm going to have to say Juju Smith. I'm feeling pretty good about. Yep. I'm feeling that uh, he's going to see some points this year. He's going to put some points on the board. I feel like he's going to have a good year. All in all, he's kind of my number one right now. And like it goes in football, uh, you can have your predictions all you want, but until they get uh, guys on the ground and the ball moving in the air, we'll see what actually happens. I I feel like everyone has this happen to them when they're doing their draft. They have a player that they're looking at and they're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then, so I can do this, this, and this. And then, you know, ultimately what happens is someone comes in, drafts them in front of you and you get screwed. Who did you have a player last night that you were hoping that would fall to you and was snatched right away? Just like right when you were about to get them. Oh uh, yeah. Pretty much the entire draft. I had a, (laughs) had a list of, you know, three possibilities, some four possibilities. And after the first three rounds, I went ahead and wadded that list up, threw it away. Because, yeah, options one, two, three, it seemed like right before I came up, all three were gone. So it's like, okay, we're going to wing it, shoot from the hip. 
dig into the uh, knowledge of the brain that I've been studying up on. I've been uh, researching as much as I can the last few days and really be up to date uh, on things. And you were the eleventh pick overall, so you got numbers. You got picks eleven, and then you got what uh, pick uh, fourteen uh, in the second yep. round. So. You went uh, with James Conner as your overall number one pick. Who who were you hoping you would get uh, in that spot, and uh, that you didn't get? I mean, me personally, I was looking for Christian McCaffrey. I feel like he's going to have a pretty good year. He's probably going to have a fight ahead of him, but I think he's still going to put some points up. Now, interestingly he's like enough, a pretty the, solid guy. The person that finished second in our league was uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who I don't think I'll ever be able to get on this podcast, Travis Inwards. Uh, he ended up with the first overall pick and took Saquon Barkley. Had you been in first place? Had you been the first overall pick? Is that who you would have went with, or would you, would you have gone with Christian McCaffrey? I would have gone with Christian McCaffrey in my first. Uh, I, I, I think, think Barkley is an incredible talent, but he doesn't. I don't feel he has the line to help him and they don't really have any people to go to in the air. So everything's going to be put on his shoulders and I just don't see him being able to put up the points that he did last year. Beyond Christian McCaffrey, who is the player that uh, you, obviously when you saw you were drafted 11th overall, you knew, you knew you weren't going to get Christian McCaffrey. Um, but yep. uh, of the players that you thought would be realistic for you to get, who's the one you were like, damn it, I that was my whole plan, and then it got missed? Oh, uh, to be honest, I am I was kind of looking at Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Uh, I'm a Jets fan, and I got a good feeling this year, I feel like, he might actually get some stuff done. I think the team is working well together from what I read and what I hear. I think he's got a good chance to put some points up. I feel of all of the picks in the uh, in the first round, the fact that Le'Veon Bell went fifth overall and Nate had the, uh, had the testicular fortitude to draft him the second year in a row, I think that might have been my biggest surprise of the first round. Yeah. I was surprised that he went that high because it's, I mean, there's still a lot of questions, still a lot that could happen. Not really sure how he's going to fit in that format just because we didn't even get to see him in preseason really at all. So it's, it's a big roll of the dice, but I, I was feeling it just because I do a lot of research and know a lot just on the jets and personal, but it's still, I was surprised that he went as high as he did do you do you feel like uh you have a uh a player on your team that's going to be like a sneaky good player that you got like kind of later in the draft that uh you were surprised no one else took um i mean no not really uh i the stuff that i had written down for sleepers they actually went pretty quick and went before i could pick anything up and I was really just kind of shooting from the hip and going with what I felt might have the best best go at it between their team and what their schedule is looking like. Um, nothing I'm super like, hey, I feel good about this guy. I, don't, I think he's getting underestimated. I think just a lot of the middle of the road kind of stuff. I don't have one big standout on my team yet. All right, so looking at the schedule – the first game out of the gate for you is you versus Nikki. I expect uh, I expect some good trash talk from you this week. I want to see I want to see the Facebook group lit up with you uh, talking smack, and uh, all right. I want I want to see it. I want to see it all go down. Hey, I'm down for that. Uh, we'll we'll uh, make it happen. We'll, in fact, uh, in fact, what I, I want you to what I, I, see, what, I was yeah. going to say I see the Queen of the North going down. You know just the first matchup is just going to be the trend for her the rest of the season. So, well, if there's one thing Nikki's known for, it's going down. (laughs) I I cannot vouch for that, but I believe it. All right, sir. Well, I hope you have a beautiful, uh, work day as you, uh, head on out. And, uh, thank you for once again, joining the, uh, the podcast this uh, this year to talk about fantasy football and are you are you ready to call it are you going to buck the odds of the projection of ESPN are you going to win the league this year 
Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to win the league this year. All right, I'm going like, to pull it out. I like the positive. I'm going to find a way. Too. I'll be there in the end. Spoken like a true Rand Cleave, always knowing when to pull things out. Exactly. All right, buddy. Well, thank you very much for stopping by the podcast. We're going to have more show coming up here in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Well, doesn't look good already. Jumbo Scampi for limited. All right, we welcome in the newest member of the Bag of Dicks Fantasy Football League. You heard me ask him. You heard me tell him that we had an open spot on the the roster and how uh, I wanted him to join in the fun. Because one thing we definitely need in our league is, well, one, we just needed someone to donate 50 bucks, uh, but we also needed someone that would be in there talking mad shit. And so I'm counting on the one and only Marty Bennett to uh, take the lead in shit talking uh, on the Facebook uh, fan page. What the fuck? I lost my train of thought. Our Facebook group this year. So... Welcome officially to the group. Now, this is unusual. We, have we done a podcast on the phone before? Um, not to my knowledge. I think I may have called in for something once, but I don't even think I did that. I think I came over for the Christmas thing. So, yep that you did in that you did in person. This uh, actually, now that I think about it, it would have been way funnier if you'd have done the done the. Uh, oh wait, I mean, Bill Clinton came in and did that himself, so it wouldn't have worked over the phone. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's uh first of all you uh had an exciting weekend uh as a texans football fan as uh, uh that's that is if the term is uh emotional roller coaster ours was the uh best roller coaster you've ever been on because about nine nine thirty on saturday morning we decided it was uh, finally okay to just trade Jadavion Clowney away for, you know, a magic carpet and I think some Seattle coffee. Um, I'm pretty sure they got season tickets to the Kingdom. I'm not sure exactly what they got in return. Uh, but uh, we just maybe tickets to a Sonics game. I don't know. But we just decided to get rid of Clowney for nothing. Um, and... And I'm going to tell you, I was pretty ticked off uh, most of the morning, actually. And I finally just had to give it up and enjoy that the fact that college football was on and went with it. And then about 2.30, 3 o'clock, come find out. Now we've got Laramie Tunsil from Florida and Kenny Stills from uh, from Miami. And, and uh, well, was from Miami. And, uh, and it turned a really crappy Saturday into a really good Saturday. Um, there's a lot of varying opinions on how all that should have gone, but you know, it, it is what it is. A lot of people say we gave up too much. Uh, we gave up the house, we gave up the farm, whatever you want to say. Um, to me, the farm is Deshaun Watson and whatever you got to do to put a fence around that. Cause last year, I don't know how much you follow the Texans, but last year he had to take a bus to a game for a bruised lung and all this stuff. So for a collapsed lung and stuff. So well, as Anything I to uh, help that out, I'm good. <laughs> as I as I follow you on Twitter, I pretty much always know what's going on with the Texans because it's football season, and you never shut the fuck up about it. Well, usually so. on September eighth, I get the mute from you, <laughs> and I know that. So <laughs> I'm just used to that by now. So no, but yeah, so. I don't do that anymore. Anymore, uh, but yeah. So Saturday, there, Saturday was a very interesting day, and then I, I will, I um, will say, I will say. However, there are people that I uh, follow on Twitter that are Texas fans that I do mute because it's it's oh, a little much. Both. It's a little yeah, much. Yeah, we I, I Yeah, but now, uh, I will, yeah, now then, let's say now wh- before before we go before we go uh, away from the Jadavian Clowney topic. Let's uh let's talk about the fact that he went to my team, baby. <laughs> I know. And, yes. and uh and for those of you who don't follow me on Twitter, I will actually be pulling for Clowney because A, I want it for Dustin. Uh but B, I just kinda wanna stick it to O'Brien because I you know, I, I personally have felt like a lot of the talk of Clowney is he hasn't got double digit sacks ever since he's been here. Right. But he's he's playing an outside linebacker position when he's you know, technically supposed to be playing where J.J. Watt is playing. So right. I feel like it's been five years of misuse personally, but that's, that's or I guess four years of misuse, but that's just me. Um, well, no, five years of misuse because five-year contract and then two years of franchise. So five years of misuse. 
but it is what it is. Um, I think a lot of people outside of Houston have this theory that he's always hurt because he was hurt his first two years. He's missed four games in the last three years. He's durable. He's good. Um, it, it's just one of those things where I was kind of hoping in the end it was going to come down to put up or shut up. Either you're going to set out a season or you're going to play for us. And ultimately, trading for what they did for Tunsil would have made even more sense because anything they got for Clowney, they didn't use in the Tunsil deal. So yeah. it wouldn't have mattered. The, so so the, one, the one thing that I would be concerned with is Laramie Tunsil is 25 years old and is a fairly dominant left tackle. That's not generally something that you're going to trade away, especially if you're the Dolphins and your goal is to get a quarterback in this next year's draft. I mean, you would think you would want a left tackle that could uh, that could be protecting that asset. So does it give you any pause at all that Miami was willing to give up this, this talented person? Does, does that not concern you at all that maybe there's other issues that – maybe people don't know about, or are you just willing to roll the dice and hope for, I mean, cause it kind of feels like the Texans are all in for this year. They're all in for this year. But the thing with Tunsil is that they've got two more years cause he's only, you know, in his third year of his contract. I'm down with that. We, we can, you know, just, just like with Connie, we can kick it for two years. And then if we need a franchise tag, we can. Well, not, but, so, not so much, not so much the, the contract part, but, General, I mean, they they weren't really worried about paying him, but giving up on giving away. I mean, I mean, they got some some good return, but to give away, a, I mean, left tackles don't just grow on trees. That's that's a big commodity in the NFL. So, I, I feel like I would be a little bit concerned that there may have not been enough due diligence into, you know what what he may be off of the field or in the locker room or those sorts of things i'm not saying that he's a bad person i don't know it at all i don't know anything i'm just saying that that feels a little bit concerning to me well i think there was only two options really for the Texans to try to do that and it was it was larry mcconsell or trent williams and by all accounts they don't want to give up trent williams in in washington right um so i think there was only really one place for them to go um, but you know, now we're going to see how, how much Trent Williams really holds to his guns. Cause he swore he wasn't going to play this year and right. play for them ever again. So we'll see, but you know, to, so it doesn't, last year, it doesn't, course, it doesn't, leading, it doesn't leading leading con- the most sacks. I think it, I, I don't think there's a lot of choice. It, do, it doesn't concern you at all that he could be uh, a problem in the locker room or he could have off field stuff that people aren't talking about because I mean, that's, those are usually the reasons that you give up on a player at 25, who is a really good left, a left tackle. Well, yeah, I think, I think the Texans way overpaid. And I think that's a reason for any team to give up somebody that they like. Yeah. All right. I, I think when it comes to Larry Mitonso, I think we all know his, his deepest, darkest secrets because it all happened on draft night with that gas mask. So, you know, anything past that. But look, I mean, this was the same thing where there were reports that if he left Miami, the locker room was going to revolt and they were going to be mad. So yeah. it doesn't sound like he's a locker room bad sure. guy. So, you know, just, I don't know. You know, it's it's like anything when you buy, <laughs> buy a used car, you, you take a chance on anything. So given, given the uh, organizational structure of the Texans, uh, I, I just worry about, uh, about these sorts of things but hopefully i'm wrong hopefully you guys do really well and then we move on to sunday where uh someone you don't particularly like got cut from the texans and also justin verlander went out and threw a no hitter so i mean it's it was an it was an all texas sports or all houston sports weekend for you well that that is correct um matt khalil who uh, for those of you who don't watch the texans in preseason I think I could have played left tackle better than he could have. Um, he, he was getting pushed five yards deep uh, on two steps, and it was pretty bad. Um, so him getting cut, especially after Tunsil, was, was fine by me. Um, but, yeah, Verlander today, uh, 120 pitches and 14 strikeouts and a no-hitter, and, and literally one, one walk away from a perfect game. So it, uh, it, was, it was enjoyable to watch for sure. So everything coming up, uh, Houston here in this uh, 
Labor Day weekend, so something for you to get excited about. Uh, something else that you're excited about, I finally uh, handed over to you the first uh, five Marvel movies. We won't delve into that too much, um, but I know that... Uh, did you you finish The Avengers? I have. I have finished the first five. So you're finished with the first five movies. Overall, just a quick, uh, what's your overall feeling? Like, are you ready for more, or do you get what the hype is about, or do you not really care? No, I'm really enjoying them. I um, I, I kind of get the hype. I see uh, I see a lot of the fun of it now. Oh, my oven is dinging. Sorry, dinner's right. Um, I uh, I see the hype. I love the movies actually. So, um, and it's you know, I kind of joke with you about some of the stuff about you know, how to know Anthony Hopkins was in Thor. I'd have watched it before and stuff. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, I, I like them. I, I, I you know, I'm, we've talked about it for a long time. You're watching them, and I've just never had the time. So. This weekend, especially, was a great time to start because we. Uh, I, I have a lot of time to kick around, just watch a little football, and instead of just watch movies, so it's all good. All right, so then let's get to the main event of our conversation today, and that's the fact that uh, you were bestowed a great gift, and that gift was a spot in the Bag of Dicks Fantasy Football League. Uh, how excited are you to be a member of this uh, prestigious Fantasy Football League? I, I'm I'm stoked. I haven't played fantasy football in five years, so I may or may not do well. And I committed the same mistake that I do every year. I played fantasy football. Why I gave it up, which was simple. I can never draft and not pay attention to bye weeks and get everybody on the same bye <laughs> every time. Um, I, and I was very conscious of it when I started, and about halfway through, I forgot about it already. So, um, I, I at the end, I was trying to get some players to fill in there to to kind of cover that up, but. It is, I, my only concern on my draft team is Melvin Gordon, and today they've talked about you know they've ended contract negotiations, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's I, uh, unless they can facilitate a trade, I don't think Melvin Gordon's going to be uh, playing uh, much anytime soon. Yeah, that was my fear. I knew I was taking a chance when I drafted him, um, but it was it was that, and then um, Ezekiel Elliott were the two things I really were watching out for from for this, and um, I think somebody auto drafted. Zeke, so I, I didn't have to worry about that. But when when Melvin was still there, I took him, um, and I may pay for it now. So we'll see. So as you uh, were going through and and making your picks, of course, uh, you couldn't resist uh, drafting DeAndre Hopkins in the first round. Sticking with uh, with your Texans, uh, you love. Well, when you when you it's go, hard it's hard to pass him up when you're the ninth player drafted and he's the fourth highest rated player and he's still there when you get there. So you know you well, kind of got to I mean, take it. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, uh, their draft strategy go with uh, get as many running backs as possible. But, uh, yeah, definitely a, a good player to have. Uh, and then you uh, decided to pair him up with uh, Deshaun Watson. Was that uh, was that just something you wanted to have? Uh, you just wanted to have them hooked up? Or you wanted to have uh, not, your quarterback actually, on actually, your team? I do not like to draft that way. I am very much against drafting uh, any. I, I have a steadfast rule. I don't draft any Texans. And I don't draft anybody in, that plays the Texans in, in the division because it's hard to root for a player on fantasy draft when you're then rooting against your team at right. the same time. So I've usually stuck to that. Um, when it was time to draft a quarterback, the, the top two quarterbacks were Mahomes and Watson, uh, fantasy-wise. And he was available when I wanted to take a quarterback, so I just went ahead and did it. I, I'll, I'll pay for it this year because I always do when I – when I draft with emotion instead of drafting with, instead of sticking to my rule, but we'll see how it goes. So, so you you had the choice between Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, and you went Deshaun Watson. No, no, Mahomes was already gone. Oh, okay, so I got I, you. I took Deshaun. That's yeah. what. Yeah, no, okay. I would have I would have taken Mahomes had he still been there, but somebody took him a lot earlier than I thought. They yeah, did, Mahomes so. Mahomes went real early. In fact, um, let's go and look and see who did that. Um, you, this is your first draft with us, and your first time in, in five years in playing. Um, is there anything that, uh, you feel like you can take from what you used to do five years ago that'll work now, or has it changed so much, or do you even pay, pay attention to that sort of stuff? Um, I do pay attention to the fantasy stuff, uh, regardless because I'm a numbers person. So I, I always look at it and see who's, who's doing well. And I'll look at, um, some old fantasy leagues I've been in that I can still access without being a part of them and look at how they're going. But um for the most part you know i i what did i take about i there was one fantasy league i won one year but it wasn't quite set up the same as y'all's but um 
I, I don't know. I just look at what's out there. I try to stay away from teams I like and, and just go from there. That's right. So, so we, uh, the person that took Patrick Mahomes was Nate, and he took him with the 20th overall pick. Yeah. But given where yeah, Nate, he went Nate was going to pick, Nick was going to pick, uh, Nate was going to pick nine picks later, and then wouldn't have picked out the forty fourth pick. So if he wanted Patrick Mahomes, he either needed to take him at twenty or twenty nine, because I don't think he was getting to forty four. So, you know, if if that was the player that you wanted to target, then uh, that was probably yeah. Probably but the I didn't. Way to go. I didn't take a quarterback to way past that. So right, but if he had decided that in his mind he wanted to have, oh uh, yeah, he wanted to have him as his quarterback, then that was was where he would have wanted to go because I took uh I decided that I for the because what happened for me is uh Rod decided that Rod's draft strategy was that he heard uh Baker Mayfield on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast a, a few days ago and just and thought he was a cool dude and so just decided to draft him based on that well, I know there's the podcast. Have you guys seen the show that he has now? Because he was on a TV show with him recently. I ha- I have not seen it. Yeah, there's a new show um, that's I don't I, I've caught two episodes of it, but I caught an episode with uh, I don't know if you know Impractical Jokers on True TV. Yes. So they had one of the guys from there on with him, and it I mean it just looks like a like they're just having their buddies drinking and, and having fun. So it was really cool. So. So he, that's, has a, uh, he has an old Jeep or something that, that drives off in the water. It's, it's like amphibious, too. It's really cool. So Rod uh, took Baker Mayfield with the 79th pick, and uh, I was picking uh, pick 82. And uh, my intention was uh, to draft Baker Mayfield at 82 uh, because I had decided that I was all in on the Browns offense this year and, uh, and wanted to take Baker to pair with uh, – Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham, and uh, I had planned to take David Njoku, the tight end, and just uh, let them roll up points. And uh, his his draft making, his draft decision making of drafting Baker Mayfield because he thought he was cool on Stone Cold's podcast basically just screwed my whole thing up. So I decided that uh, <laughs> instead I would draft Russell Wilson because it would be fun to have my quarterback that I cheer for on my fantasy team for once and. Maybe a bad idea, is, but who knows? Is, is there anybody out there you think is going to be like uh, a super sleeper hit that uh, that you didn't draft? That I didn't draft? That you didn't draft? Um, there is a running back um, for uh, the Miami Dolphins who mm-hmm. um, Travis uh, drafted. Uh, where the hell is that guy? Oh no, uh, Devin Singletary from Buffalo, who uh, Buffalo cut uh, Lashawn McCoy, uh, so that they could give uh, all the carry or the majority of their starting running back reps to Devin Singletary. I think he has a chance to to be uh, something big this year. And then uh, there's a the running back from Miami. If I can remember his name, I can't. He's I'm so high on him that I can't remember his name. Uh, it's Kalen Balage. Uh He was oh, drafted yeah. number yeah. 150. Uh, I had him on my list of of deep sleeper uh, running backs to take, and uh, he went 150, and I had him at uh, I picked 154 and 159. So. I just missed out on the opportunity to draft him. I did take a, a player that I'm not super excited about from a moral perspective. I did draft Kareem Hunt. He won't be available until after the eighth, uh, after eight games, uh, week nine. Um, but from a pure fantasy football standpoint, I feel like uh, he has a, he has a lot of talent and uh, could maybe score. Well, some didn't he tweak an ankle or something too? Even in the preseason, didn't he like uh, get hurt a little bit? He might have, but he yeah, he can't play till yeah, week nine anyway. Eight so. weeks, to, yeah, eight weeks to rest. So yeah, uh, see, I I had to hold off and, and I stuck to my rule on the running backs with that. I truly think that with Lamar Miller getting hurt, that Duke Johnson is going to have a crazy good year, right? Especially the way he can catch out of the backfield. Um, and I was so glad when Nikki finally took him because I swear, like I was trying to stay away from it so hard <laughs> to not pick another Texan like. I had already done done DeAndre, and I was like, okay, I'm done. And then I was like, I'm at quarterback. I need a quarterback. So I just went and took Deshaun. I wasn't going to take the running back, too, because if I did, I knew I was going to like, eat it all season. So 
Was there? Uh, did you have a, a player that uh, you were targeting that uh, you were close to being able to get, and someone jumped right in just before you were wanting to get him? Um, there was one receiver. Um, I guess maybe five or six picks in that I was I was still kind of looking at as kind of like my my flex person, uh-huh. and I cannot for the life remember who it is. Oh no, there was a tight end. It was um, not Travis Kelsey, but um, who's the quarterback? Uh, the quarterback. Who's the tight end in Philadelphia? Uh, Zach Ertz. Um, yeah, Zach Ertz. I was going to do that, and uh, and somebody beat me that. That was good in my. It was one of those people like you know you with a tight end you have to hold off for a while, but I thought I was going to get it, and it got like two picks before it was my turn. So that was the only one I really like. Kind of set, kind of got my heart set on as we got closer and closer to my pick, and then I missed out. So. I also went uh, for reclamation project. Uh, I drafted uh, Josh Gordon uh, in the sixth round. I drafted Josh Gordon his rookie year. Uh, and he uh, he torched people in the last half of the season, and I end up winning my fantasy league. So I have a fondness in my heart for Josh Gordon, and if he can somehow miraculously keep his shit together, he uh, could have a a strong deep threat uh, for Tom Brady to target. And uh, anytime Tom Brady has a deep target, uh, he usually does does well with that. I was gonna say that that year with Moss, boy, he was turning it up. So if he can keep good and Gordon stay stay clean, it'd be pretty impressive. So. Should be should be a good time. So, um, I like I said, I'm counting on you to uh, bring the trash talk uh, this year. So, uh, you know, just keep it keep it in the. Uh, I would say maybe not so much like you do on Twitter, but uh, you know, it well, doesn't like two notches down from there. <laughs> yeah, like one and a half. All right, oh, I can do it. So you are playing re- week one. You're playing the team, and you're you're. Let's. Oh, we didn't talk about this. Your team. What's your team name? What's on? What's off? Solid team name. I like that. And you are playing hide your wife and hide your cousins or what the hell? Yeah, hide your yep, wife, hide your cousins. That's Jen and and her son James. They uh they are our friends. Uh, Jen is a, a dear friend of mine. We actually share the same birthday. Uh, that's actually how we met, uh, way back on MySpace. Uh, so we had the same day of our same birthday and somehow that ended up with us talking and we've, uh, we've been friends ever since. And, uh, her son, they split uh, a team. So you'll be taking on that squad the first week. And, uh, I know you'll, you'll, you'll be excited for that matchup. Do you happen to know, did you, have you looked ahead of the schedule? When do you and I play? I have not got that far. Um, I, as far as I got was the first week and what the projected points look like. And I was, I want to say I was like 15 points off. They read me, they don't have Gordon getting any points. So, um, <laughs> you know, we'll see, we'll see how that plans out in the next, you know, seven days. But yeah, it, um, I, I haven't looked past that one when we're going to face each other because that will be the week of Smack Talk of all Smack Talk. That's that's what I'm talking about, and uh, let me let me just see if I can pull it up here. For some reason, the ESPN app is taking forever. Uh, so week two, I get to uh, take on my wife, uh, so that should go well. Uh, okay, I won't come over that day. <laughs> you and I, oh, we do not we do not play each other until week eleven. God, how that far? We are literally the last two to meet up. Uh yeah no I play week twelve is the is the last uh, week of the uh, regular season because we we only have six teams that make the playoffs. Yeah, but there's only twelve teams in the league, so at some point we if there's eleven, like there's only you don't play. I guess you play one person twice. No, there's twelve teams. Right, but if there's twelve teams, you're, you, there's eleven opponents, which means through eleven weeks you're going to face everybody. Uh, oh so yeah, 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 yeah. I play. Yeah, you play. You play one twice. team. You play one team twice. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was saying. Yep, that's uh, that's what you're doing. And then uh, let's let's look and see uh, when you take on Nikki because I am counting on you to really talk a lot of smack to her that week. Um, this will be the week I talk the most smack, and I'll probably get smoked. So <laughs> uh, you take on Nikki in week seven. So okay. that's uh, all right. So well, that, I can do that. That should be a good one for you. Let me take a look and see who you play twice. Uh, you play uh, my uh, my oldest and dearest friend, going all the way back to like uh, kindergarten with this fella, uh, Jared Johnson, who lives out in the great state of Oregon. You get to take him on twice. You guys play in week six and week twelve, so you have that to look forward to. And uh, all right, well, I, I guess if I'm going to start the smack, then let's go. 
Um, All right, man. <laughs> well, I will. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. We'll uh, have you in. We'll do more podcasts. Uh, we actually, I need to have you come in, and we need to uh, deep dive a little bit on your uh, first. Your watching of the first five uh, Marvel movies that I sent you uh, for Phase One. So we'll do that in the near future. But for Marty, I'm Dustin. That's this week's episode of Just Another Why Guys Podcast. Always protect the five hole. Hey, Ty, who's your favorite person? Only Dustin. Fucking right. Too much. Oh, it hurt. Oh, too much. Too much. Oh, it's too big. It was too much. Dude, that was a good one. <laughs>